The time is 9 o'clock. You're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. Hello and welcome to Tantramar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Friday, September 1st on today's show. In Amherst and Sackville specific, from 2020 to 2022, we lost 22 people. That's Ashley Legere of the Cumberland Homelessness and Housing Support Association at an event she organized yesterday to mark International Overdose Awareness Day. We'll hear more from Legere and also Katie Upham from Mums Stop the Harm coming up shortly. But first, some news and information briefs. Today is move-in day for Man Allison students on campus, which means lots of traffic downtown as hundreds of new students arrive and get dropped off to start their university careers. Mount Allison University says it is welcoming 700 new students for the 2023-24 academic year. Move-in day is part of fall orientation, which runs to September 6th. Events run throughout the week, including a corn boil on Saturday at Bill Johnstone Park, hosted by the town and the Rotary Club of Sackville, and also Palais Nippy, a ceremony happening today at Convocation Hall to help mark a new beginning for first-year students. The words are in Mi'kmaq and mean a new leaf in a tree. For the first time in years, students will not be required to wear masks on the Mount Allison campus, though the school says it continues to be mask-friendly. NBA Corn is trying to get a better understanding of apartment and rental standards in New Brunswick. The anti-poverty group is conducting a rental housing standards survey for tenants. New Brunswick co-chair Peter Jongen-Nielen says that with so much focus on affordability, it's easy to lose sight of health and safety issues, such as rodents, broken appliances, and lack of fire safety. He says similar surveys in other parts of the country have helped move forward initiatives like landlord rental registry programs. The survey takes about 10 minutes and is available in the New Brunswick section of acorncanada.org. Now for today's main story. Yesterday was International Overdose Awareness Day, and a group of about 50 people gathered to mark the occasion in downtown Amherst. CHMA dropped in to speak with organizers Ashley Legere and Katie Upham at Victoria Park shortly after the proceedings, remembering those who have died in the region due to overdose and unsafe drug supply. So my name is Ashley Legere, and I am the executive director of the Cumberland Homelessness and Housing Support Association. Okay, people in Sackville will recognize your voice, maybe, and your face from Sackville, um, tell me about your transition from Sackville over here to Amherst. So I worked in Sackville at the corner drugstore, um, introducing um, Sack- the Sackville Harm Reduction Initiative. I had um, worked at the drugstore for about a year and saw that there was a need there for safe supply um, of syringes and other items because endocarditis was starting to spread. So I reached out to Debbie Warren at Ensemble and eventually she gave me a job. And then I brought, with Ensemble's help, we brought the harm reduction vending machine um, into the United Church on Main Street in Sackville. So that's kind of where everything started. Um, and then I worked with Ensemble for three years. Um, and then this position came up and I was asked to apply uh, by a board member. And so I applied. And so here, I'm at, here I am now. Here you are. And where are we today? So we're in Victoria Park in Amherst, Nova Scotia. Um, this is the International Overdose Awareness Day event, um, and we are right across the street from the community hub site that um, CHHSA runs. Now, today is Overdose Awareness Day. 
talk a bit about the impact that you've seen of overdoses and the, the harmful drug supply that's out there in Sackville and Amherst. So it is in every small town. Um, it is in every big town. Um, we see a lot on the news of downtown Eastside Vancouver. It gets a lot of press. But in Amherst and Sackville specific, from 2020 to 2022, we lost 22 people. And those are just the numbers that we know. Those aren't people who may have experienced a toxic drug um, poisoning who then passed away later from complications. So uh, those numbers really aren't indicative of the actual effect that it's having. Um, And we know that uh, substance use and homelessness aren't you know they're not um, indicative of each other but what happens is that um, they're exacerbated by um, people who don't have a safe place to call home so working um, in in, in Moncton I had responded to 140 overdoses in my career Um, I had given uh, 14,000 Narcan trainings in my career and I 14,000 trainings? Yes, yeah. I, uh, I gave something like 14,000 trainings in my career um, so far. And that just to me means that that's 14,000 people who may have been able to save lives. Um, specifically, I, um, my stepson works at uh, John Howard over the summer, and the Narcan training I gave him, he used and saved someone else's life. So that, you know, that kind of impact, um, that's the impact we're driving for. And Reading the names today, um, I've re- I, I, we compile a list of people that we've lost between Sackville, Amherst, and Moncton, and there were 81 names. That's since 2018, and that's only the people that I know that I've met personally that we've lost. So it's a significant loss felt because that one loss isn't just that one person. It's that family. It's their co-workers it's their friends and so those that one loss of life impacts so many people and if you think I know 80 people how many people they know and how many people loved them so uh, I'm a firm believer I'm a harm reductionist at heart um, and I believe you know substance use has been happening since the time of Dionysus so we need to stop stigmatizing uh, people who use substances. We celebrate when someone opens up a bar in our neighborhood. If our friend buys a bar, we're, we're so excited for them. But that's a safe consumption site for one of the most um, negatively affected uh, um, substances uh, in the whole world. Alcohol contributes to um, more Mental, uh, mental health and addiction and hospital costs than any other substance. But we look at these safe consumption sites and we celebrate them. We get to go to the liquor store and that's the safe supply. And we look at that as just it is, that just is. We now have cannabis stores which are offering a safe supply there. Um, I go to the drugstore and I am able to get... Um, Uh, prescription medications for diabetes, for ADHD, for uh, innumerable things. Um, I go to the grocery store and buy coffee. Coffee is a substance. I go to the corner store and I buy cigarettes. These are all heavily regulated substances that we look at as acceptable. They're just a part of our culture. But substances that are illicit still have so much stigma attached to them. So um, part of what we're trying to do here is just destigmatize and make everyone feel loved and they say harm reduction is 
uh, radical empathy and radical love. So there could be worse things I could be doing with my time. <laughs> well, it sounds like a sometimes painful work, but also you find joy in it when, when you're able to help. Absolutely. Um, I don't know what life is if you don't love people. And feeling the loss of 80 people heavily just means I've loved that many people. And I think that's the whole point, right? Is if uh, we just show each other, we love each other, we show each other empathy and kindness. Um, If we go through life and don't do that, that doesn't seem like much of a life for me. So uh, if I, it is hard, it is traumatic um, and, but it's, it has to be worth it. Because that means all those people knew that I loved them, even if they're not here anymore. That's Ashley Legier, director of the Cumberland Homelessness and Housing Support Association, speaking to CHMA in Victoria Park yesterday at an event marking International Overdose Awareness Day. Katie Upham was also at the event and shared her story with CHMA. Yeah, so my name is Katie Upham, and I'm the Atlantic Regional Director on the Board of Directors of Mom Stop the Harm. Um, And I'm also a person who uses drugs. I'm on Safer Supply, so I inject drugs every day. Um, And, uh, yeah, I think Safer Supply is really important. And if um, more people who use drugs had access to a Safer Supply um, of drugs that aren't contaminated, we wouldn't be here today on International Overdose Awareness Day. Um, let's talk a bit about what safe supply means for people who aren't familiar with it. Uh, what, what does safe supply mean? Yeah, so safe supply is basically um, a pharmaceutical grade alternative to the drugs that people are using on the street, right? So. I explain it this way, Um, since drugs are unregulated, um, I'm talking about illegal drugs obviously, people don't know what they're using. So um, yeah, if, you know, for example, if lettuce was contaminated with E. coli, we'd pull it off the shelves and, you know, protect people, we'd we'd give warnings and, um, you know, because our food supply is regulated. Um, But when it comes to drugs, we don't know how much we're using. So even the term overdose is actually misleading because overdose suggests that I knew how much I was taking, right? And And I purposely took too much. But because the drug supply is so toxic, people don't know what they're using. They don't have access to information. So safer supply, um, yeah, true safer supply would be an exact pharmaceutical grade alternative to the street supply. So myself, my um, the drug I was using on the street was Dilaudid. I was buying other people's prescriptions um, and getting it on the street. Um, and sometimes those would be pressed pills that wouldn't actually be Dilaudid. It'd be tainted with fentanyl. Um, yeah, and so I've I now have a prescription for Dilaudid that I pick up every day, and so I know how much I'm taking. I know what's in it, and I have an overdose because um, you know I have that regulated safe supply. And so your quality of life as, as a person who who is using a prescription drug, like or like, I mean, how is it? Are you able to be able to function? Is everything fine? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a great question. So 
um, people are going to use drugs. That's a thing. Like, we need to accept that, and Safer Supply accepts that. And I'm at a point in my life that right now I'm not really willing to change that. So I'm not on the street, though. I used to spend a lot of time looking for drugs, spend a lot of money buying drugs. Um, I'm still able to work full time now because I'm not chasing those drugs. You know, I don't have to have people in my life that. Um, you know, a lot of people who use drugs have experienced a lot of trauma and, you know, they have um, harmful behaviors as a result. And so I don't need to have those people in my life anymore um, because I can just go to the pharmacy every day, pick up what I need to be well. And by well, I mean, you know, without the drugs every day, I'm sick. And so my quality of life is so much better than, you know, if I was on the street accessing drugs. I have time to do other things, passions and hobbies I enjoy, right? I like rock climbing. I like playing pickleball. And I'm just, a, I'm a normal person. Um, and as you can see, like, I'm very alert. I'm functioning really well. And, you know, at some point I do want to change my relationship with drugs and, you know, uh, maybe get off of my safer supply. But um, for now, you know, I'm, I'm happy to have that. I'm very, very fortunate. Very few Nova Scotians have access to it, people who need it. So, yeah. Is there anything else? I mean that you want to add that that you know we haven't talked about yet yeah I think I would say that difference just even I think everyone should have access to an naloxone kit and learn how to use it have that in your house Um, you know uh, try not to use stigmatizing language like addict and you know all those judgmental terms maybe um, check your own biases we really need to um, you know, do some inner work, I think, and and check our biases towards groups of people that are different from ourselves. People who use drugs, um, you know, deserve the right to live with the highest attainable quality of life. And, you know, we're your neighbors, we're your co-workers, you know. Um, People have to hide it because it is so stigmatizing, it's illegal, and so I would say, you know, do some of that that work to um, support each other and lift each other up. We need that right now with this crisis. That's Katie Upham of Mums Stop the Harm, speaking yesterday at an International Overdose Awareness Day event in downtown Amherst. That's it for Tanchamar Report for Friday, September 1st. Thanks to the local donors who support the station and the local journalism initiative for funding local news reporting throughout Canada. Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. I'm Chia and you're listening to CHMA. And now the weather. Today, sunny. Fog patches dissipating earlier this morning. High of 21. UV index 7 or high. Tonight, clear. Low of 9. Tomorrow, Saturday, mainly sunny. Wind becoming southwest, 20 kilometers an hour near noon, high of 25, humidex 29, UV index 6 or high. Tomorrow night, clear, low of 13. Sunday, sunny, high of 25, Sunday night, clear, low of 15.
come down and see a real cowboy town. The Lillian Alban Animal Shelter in Amherst will be hosting a free family fun day at Victoria Square on Saturday, September 9th from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Check out a cowboy town school, church, bank, doctor's office, general store, and saloon. There will also be games and a photo booth, live music, vendors, mini horses, and wagon rides. And don't miss out on a free cowboy barbecue hot dog. For more information, visit the Lillian Alban Animal Shelter website at laanimalshelter.org. That's laanimalshelter.org. Hey, this is Hannah, and you're tuned into The Morning Show, only on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, the voice of the marshes. Good morning, good morning. You are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. I'm your host, and this is the Late Morning Show. We're going to take it right down to 10 a.m. But, but I have some special guests, some special guests here in the booth. Some of my closest friends here in Sackville, in Canada, actually. I have Nafo, Nafo with me, and I have Alton. Welcome, guys. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? You all good? Good, thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for coming. I mean, I, I think I told you like it was short notice. Like, yeah, come into the studio. We have, uh, you know, great morning show. You know, yeah, it was awesome. And yeah, as I say, thank you for coming. So, you know, let's just dive right into it. How was your summer, guys? How was your summer coming back? Yeah, we'll start with, I don't know. Who wants to start? Alton? My summer was pretty good. I worked at a uh, local pub as a, as a dishwasher. Yeah. Monday to Friday job. Can't really complain. Yeah. How so. was how was how was that? Um pretty good. Uh interesting coworkers and uh it was a part of a hotel also so oh. there was banquets that uh were happening and I'd have to help set up with that. So I've done a few dishwashing gigs but it I I was still learning with this one so uh, okay okay no sounds good sounds good and you know I I know you had an interesting <laughs> an interesting um what can I say summer I I I wish I had your job. Anyway, tell them what your job was. <laughs> um, yeah, so I basically, I worked at Toronto Pearson. The, uh, it's the largest airport in Canada, one of the largest in North America. Um, yeah. My job was basically, uh, you know, clean the aircraft and like prepare it for uh, departure. So that means adding blankets and pillows, things like that. Yeah. Um, I worked with Air Canada and it was, it was, a, I think, the first or the second summer since, I guess, kind of COVID started uh, easing down and summer travels oh, yeah. came back. So yeah. it was, it was it was so hectic but, <laughs> but it was fun I, I enjoyed it you enjoyed it yeah because I mean I've talked about this a lot on air but we're both in aviation right yeah, so exactly. that's that's just that's just a dream job to have honestly I mean yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's like it's a low barrier to entry so it's like you know it's if anyone wants to actually get into that get kind of a taste of oh, working oh, at an airline it's, yeah. it's uh, something that you can you know apply for and they hire a lot so Okay, that's that's great. Anyway, anyway, let's let's get into some music. And as you know, today is a Friday. Today's a Friday, and what we like to do here on a Friday on my show here, late morning show, we call it we call it African Friday. So we're gonna start now with a song that I know everyone loves. We're gonna start with "Calm Down" with Rema coming coming up next here on CHMA one six four nine FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. <laughs>
body put in my heart for lockdown, for lockdown, oh lockdown. Yo, you sweet life, Fanta, Fanta. If I tell you, say I love you, you know, they for me, young girl, oh young girl. No, tell me, no, 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 oh, 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 Save 
Bank on it by Burner Boy, and before that, we had to calm down, calm down by Rema. And yeah, I'm still joined here with my lovely guest, Nafan Alton. Welcome, welcome back. Thank you. Yeah, and yeah, how's how are y'all feeling about the new coming academic year? Uh, I'm pretty excited for it. Uh, my degree's in international relations, yeah. and some of the courses I'm taking are uh, 
I don't have a lot of knowledge about it now, but stuff I want to learn about. Are you are you not like um, I don't know, scared to just start like new courses that you? I I wouldn't say scared. If anything, there's a sense of excitement because, oh. for me at least, going into the unknown is a chance to explore, and I like to do that, and I like to learn, and knowledge is power. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, Alton? That oh Alton. my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Ah, <laughs> oh. anyway, nothing. Yes, <laughs> um, I'm excited. Like as you probably know, oh, you're yeah, both in yep, 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 we're yep, starting yep, yep. our uh, flight training this year, and I've been waiting my whole life. I'm going to be honest. So pretty excited. Um, I'm also like this is the first time I'm you know living by myself. I guess off campus or no? I mean sorry, in res doesn't really count because someone cooks for you oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. but you know i'm off campus this year so i have to cook for myself gotta get groceries things like that yep we'll see we'll see how that goes (laughs) but um, i'm excited yeah the first time the first time i got groceries bro like the first time i got groceries it was i spent like 150 bucks like the first time i was like ah okay (laughs) if this is how we're gonna be leaving i I don't know hey i don't know but yeah i'm pretty excited about that as well as you say the flying flying and you know i'm taking i'm taking i don't know if many people know jen's courses i'm taking jen's because i'm kind of you know like skeptical because jen's was not really my (laughs) was not really my 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 strong suit but 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 yeah we'll see how that goes we'll see how that goes and it'll be amazing amazing i'm looking forward to it i'm really looking forward to it 